Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I am, uh, whew, it's been a weird long day. I had a tuna salad this morning. I'll tell you that much. Uh, we woke up and Casey had her gum graft surgery. So, kind of an interesting little deal. I guess they gave her four of these sedatives. Just four. And she took one last night to help go to sleep. And then two this morning, right when we woke up. And you were supposed to do it about an hour before the procedure. So that was good. But um, I literally like got out of the shower and she was like, what? Uh, you know what I mean? Like totally zooted. And... Uh, I had to help her to the car to get her to the place and everything. And then when we got there, they just put her in or whatever. And I don't know, man. I hate this. Uh, I guess, okay, here's the description. They took a root. Uh, they said a all the donor tissue from the roof of her mouth, they described as taking train tracks from the roof of her mouth and then uh, grafting them onto all of her bottom gums. And, yeah. I mean, I guess that's pretty self-explanatory. It was after insurance paid for like $1,500 of it. It cost $3,200, just to put into perspective. I think those of us who have maybe had braces uh, are, are familiar with this kind of level of mouth procedure type deal, but this is in one go, or maybe two goes, depending on if she does the other teeth. Um, it just really sucks. I mean, I've, I've also been told by a dentist that I could need a gum graft for receiving gums on my bottom teeth, and I tell you what, uh, I said, oh, okay, uh, and then I never went back to a dentist again. I just could not be bothered to ever get another, uh, to ever have them tell me some shit like that ever again, so no thank you. But Casey, on the other hand, is good and well-behaved and uh, went along with all of it. And I think it'll be for the better. It seems like she's doing okay. Anyway, so we get there and uh, firstly, I'm like, is there more prescriptions? Because they're telling us to use a combination Tylenol and Advil. The doctor also was like, Oh, yeah, we'll talk about post-care. And I go, oh, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of saline or something. I can't remember why. I was like, oh, I bet we're going to have to use saline. And he was like, no, actually Listerine, which I thought would be terrible. And he was like, it's actually not as bad as you'd think, which is crazy. And uh, then they called in a prescription for some kind of narcotics or whatever. And I went to go pick that up. Uh, that's when I had my tuna salad because the pharmacy didn't open as soon yeah I had to wait for the pharmacy to open while she was getting her surgery so I ran home and I had some tuna salad um and I noticed a for sale sign in our neighborhood a couple houses down they listed a house a uh I can't remember, I can't remember the bedroom bathroom count but it's similar to ours and it's they listed it for 650,000 which kind of blows my mind and grow and grinds my gears because, um, you know, as someone who's just remodeled a house two doors down, I know that they need a lot of work. Uh, 
And these houses that haven't had any work done to them since they were built in the 70s that don't even have like regular heating and air conditioning, I don't think that you should be able to uh, list for 650 grand. But it's a weird time to, to, to list it. And I talked about that a few times today with uh, the receptionist and the doctor. And I hope that it wasn't like weird or uh, rude to bring up real estate politically. But one of the guys in, and I'm doing this kind of out of order, I guess, but while I came back from my errands to get Casey, the uh, person checking out in front of me at the receptionist desk, he said that his wife is a city councilwoman to the receptionist, and I overheard it. And we live around the corner from a city councilwoman, and I believe there's only one city councilwoman old enough to be this guy's wife. And uh, where we were getting Casey's surgery is very, very, very close to our house, like really, really close. So I figured it was them. and it, it just kind of, I don't know if it triggered me, it just made me interested to talk. Between that coincidence and seeing the for sale sign, I just wanted to take a temperature for how uh, these older professionals in the neighborhood feel about the house prices, you know? Um, what else? So I hate going to pharmacies. I think we really should just eradicate the whole pharmaceutical system and the whole prescription system and um, the entire controlled substances, everything, and just let people order whatever they want, give people whatever they want. It, it should be literally willy-nilly like Halloween candy. Um, because it, I mean, I have to go across town and wait for another place to open so that I can get a few pills that are like, I don't even know what they are. I don't even care. Maybe it's because I could care less that I, I've seriously like had opiates around and like just not been interested in doing them. So it's like, it blows my mind that there's such low level cretins on this earth that would, uh, go out of their way to abuse medicine from a pharmacy although today we've seen it be like strong and stuff and i get it i get it but it just shouldn't be controlled it's not worth stopping people from doing in my opinion it's not worth like creating all of these layers of bureaucracy that i have to go to uh, i had to give them my id so they could like call the doctor because this is the last month they can do paper prescriptions for this level of narcotic. They have to do it e-file from here on out. So they, and then it wasn't on the right kind of security paper. So they uh, had to call the place and like verify while I paced around the pharmacy looking at just junk. It, the, the Walgreens here is like a junk store. It's bizarre. It's the only place I've ever been. Um, that has like wider aisles than you think is even appropriate. Like it has these big, wide, empty aisles. It's like, you know, a Walgreens, so it's kind of got groceries and stuff. It was very weird. But got the stuff, picked up Casey. She did good. Uh, and then we just we brought her home, and she's just laid. And slept in the bed. And uh, she's well enough to gaslight me about things like the hose freezing. Because there's going to be a, a snow. So I, I went and undid the hose. So if that puts it in perspective, she's doing really fine. Because she even said that loudly. You know, she was didn't even have to go like... So we were trying to watch Princess Mononoke now. But 
other than that, we've literally been just dozing, didn't have any coffee today. And I think that's good. I think that's the healing process. I mean, there was some bloody drool. Um, like they even said, they go, oh, both two people, they were like, don't forget to put a towel down on the pillowcase. And I was like, I'd do that anyway. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad we did because it was like some seriously nasty, gunky blood. Uh, and they say, don't look at this, by the way. They're like, no, don't look at it. It's the one thing. Just let it be. And I think that's kind of it's kind of scary, but I can understand that. Um, now, though, that she's on these soft foods and she's got all this protein shakes and shit like that, I think that she's going to be super duper. And um, here's, a, here's an example. The doctor said that he had a 90-year-old woman had this done. And then asked if it would be okay if she went and ran eight to nine miles that day, that same day. And he was like, you know what? If you've made it to 90, go ahead. And I was like, wow, that's psycho. But in my mind, I'm thinking, this guy reminds me of my uh, my friend that's a, that's a liar. You know what I mean? This guy reminds me of it. And that sucks. If you just remind someone of something, that's not your fault, but... This guy reminds me of my friend who's a liar. So he says that, and I was like, oh, wow, psycho. And he was like, yeah, psycho. And I was like, I mean, literally schizophrenic liar. And he was like, oh, well, women are strong. And I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just like kind of not believing it. Because Casey couldn't run eight miles if she was a normal sober girl. But I can't imagine on these barbiturates or whatever that she'd be like, let's go for a jog. <laughs> right? She's shaking her head. It's stupid. And a 90-year-old woman, if I saw a 90-year-old woman out jogging with bleeding gums, I'd hit her with my car. I'd run her over. I'd put her out of her misery. That poor, that poor old beast. Um, speaking of which, the other thing is... We were listening to Wendigoon, and seriously, sleeping through it, but listening to Wendigoon's YouTube video, that summary. He like reads while also giving commentary on uh, Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian, which is like my long time, one of my favorite books. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's a good book. You know, I don't know the legalities of like just reading someone's book on YouTube for five hours is kind of interesting to me but I guess he does give commentary so anyway um thank you very much come again tomorrow <laughs>